climb every mountain. Isn't that what mountains are for, climbing? <laughs> well, have you heard I can't climb that mountain? It's too high, it's too hard, it's too difficult. I can't do it. And that mindset of the difference between I can and I can't, do we get to choose that? And is it as simple as the words that we use? So if you say that you can't, I can't, filthy, dirty, disgusting word as I always share, is it possible that that is now true? You definitely can't because you said that you can't. What if you say, how can I? Even if you don't believe that you can. What if you say, how can I do it? Is it possible that our brain is designed to give us the answers that we need? Now, the step before that, of course, is if you're weak and frail, if you're unfit, if you haven't looked after your body and your brain, it's very difficult to think clearly. It's very difficult to have critical thinking, common sense, to be logical. You end up being emotional because your endocrine system's screwed up. So, And that's obviously your emotions or a lot to do with your emotions. So if you are weak and frail emotionally, you can't think logically. So to ask the question, how can I, your brain might even say to you, well, you bloody can't. But what if you are fit and strong and healthy? And you've got a brain that's working effectively because your endocrine system's on fire, central nervous system's on fire, your muscles and bones are strong, so they're sending this great message back to your brain to say, we've got to be fit, we've got to be strong, keep sending us everything we need so we can get fitter and stronger. If you then say, how can I, is it possible that your brain will say, well, let's work it out. Now, the wonderful thing about the brain, and I don't, I'm certainly not a neuroscientist or a psychologist or a psychiatrist, but... <laughs> I have a very intense interest in how the brain works, and I always share this. My father died of Alzheimer's, or that was the label that they gave it. Uh, I would call it, they let his brain rot away because uh, he, had, he started to forget some things. So because he was old, he was over 80, and because he started to forget things, they said, well, you've definitely got Alzheimer's and dementia, and uh, you're going to die, and he did. Isn't it interesting? Is it possible that the brain will do what we tell it to do? So if we believe that we can't, is it possible that we definitely can't? If you say I can't, we'll completely shut off everything that says let's give it a crack. But if I say how can I, and this is a beautiful thing about the brain, everything that we've ever learnt, seen, done, experienced is in our brain. Our brain is this amazing mechanism. Now, depending on which expert you listen to, but we use such a small percentage of our brain, it's probably embarrassing. But everything's in there. It's just a matter of accessing it. So you have to be fit and strong so you can access it. So your endocrine system, your central nervous system's on fire. But you have to ask it the right questions. If you say you can't, it won't work, it's not possible, impossible, you can't do that, then of course there's no way that you can. Your brain's not going to, not going to disagree with you. It's the interesting thing or the difference between your subconscious brain and your conscious brain. Your subconscious brain is just a storing mechanism for everything you've ever learned. It's like the, the internet of the brain. Everything's in there. But to access it, you have to type in the right words like you do with Google. So as I always use the example, if I type in shoes, Google's going to feed back to me all the files in the internet that contain shoes. If I type in shoes, I'm not going to get buses, cars or rocks back. I'm going to get shoes. The human brain's exactly the same, <coughs> excuse me, and with Larry and Sergey who invented Google, uh, the whole process of that, the internet system and the Google system is based on the human brain. Type in the right word, get the right information. So the conscious brain is the one where we make decisions. We collect information, make decisions, that information's fed into our subconscious brain and we store it there. 
To get it back out, we have to ask the right questions. If we type in, I feel sick, you'll get all the files that tell you why you feel sick. If you type in, I'm fat, you'll get all the files back that say, yes, you are fat, and here's all the reasons why. If you say, I can't, your brain will feed you back all the reasons why you can't. You're too tall, too short, too skinny, too old, too young, don't have enough money, you're too inexperienced, you can't do it, and here's all the reasons why. But if I say, how can I? What do I need to do to make this happen? Now your subconscious brain does a different mechanism. It says, okay, let's work this out together. Let's put together all of our experience of all the things that's ever happened to us in the past and let's work out a way to do it. So again, if I say I'm sick, my brain will tell me, yes, you are sick and here's all the reasons why. But if I say I'm healthy, your brain will then say, and here's all the reasons why. So if I say I can, my brain will then say, yes, you can, and here's all the reasons why, not all the reasons why you can't. And I hate that word. It's a filthy, disgusting word, and we, we hear it on such a regular basis. You can't, and it comes this big, long list of all the, th- things that we, the reasons why we can't do something. Now, I'm going to use this beautiful mountain behind me. A lot of people have said you can't climb it, it's too hard. Now, it's an eight-hour round trip. And it's a hard climb. And if you're unfit and you're weak and you're frail, you cannot climb this mountain because you'll probably get too tired. I deal with people on a regular basis who find it difficult to walk around the block. They find it difficult to walk up and down the aisle in the supermarket because they're so unfit and so frail. But rather than say, I can't walk up that mountain, I might not be able to do it today if I'm weak and frail. But if I say to my own brain, how can I hike that mountain? What do I need to do to get fit enough, strong enough, mentally tough enough to get up that mountain? I will find a way. Now, I might not be able to do it tomorrow, but I will find a way. So whatever it is that you want to do and whatever your mountain is, how about get rid of the word can't, just remove it from your vocabulary. I love that the change in emphasis on the syllable for impossible. So instead of the emphasis on the syllable, the emphasis on the syllable means I'm possible versus impossible. I'm possible, I can do this rather than it's impossible, I can't do it. Now, I'm really passionate about this because I work with people every single day who've been told, you can't, it's not possible, it won't work. It's never going to happen for you. And that's just wrong and it's not true and it's bullshit and I can't put it any other way. If you say to your brain, how can I? And you work it out for yourself. And then, because obviously the best place to find a helping hand is at the end of your own arm. But there are a stack of people and there is a stack of information. And there's people who have done what you want to do. I get really excited about the people who want to do stuff that's never been done before. I can't do it because it's never been done before. Yes, you can. It's just a matter of how can I and everything that's ever been achieved was once considered impossible. So get rid of the word I can't, or the two words I can't, get rid of the word impossible, change it to I'm possible, here's all the reasons why, rather than say I can't, ask your own brain how can I, and turn your own subconscious brain into your Google search engine that will give you all the reasons why you can live your life to the max, super duper doo, how are you, living my life to the max, climb every mountain, Woo!